welcome to the first Hi. live show of the Philosopher. Woo. Today's episode is called Shots, Scandals and Stress. Um, so we're just going to start by doing a basic introduction of everybody. So I'm Mentesh. I'm Isha. I'm Evie. We're all second year philosophy students at UON. And this is just a small podcast about um, contemporary philosophy. And we're just going to talk about different issues that we kind of face and cover, not just in our course, but that everybody kind of comes across in their day-to-day lives. Um, so, Evie, if you want to start with the poll, uh, the poll we had. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've decided to do a question of the week just to start the podcast with. So, this week we asked, do you prefer Hinge or Tinder? Ooh. The results were actually 50-50, like bang on 50-50. That's actually really surprising because I I was surprised as well. Yeah, because I would prefer Hinge over Tinder. Yeah, same. I've got a preference to it. Because I feel like you're forced to have a complete profile, whereas I come across so many people on Tinder and it's just blank screens and and one letter (laughs) and they're distant. And like, I'm just like, that doesn't tell me anything about them. Especially yeah. with the added voice prompt. Like, oh, I love hearing I people's know. voices. I'm not a fan of that feature at all. <clears throat> Why not? I just, to be fair, I like Hinge in the sense that you get a grasp of what someone's like before you even start talking to them. And you and I do like the prompts in the sense that it forces yeah. you to talk about yourself, give some background information. But saying that, I feel like I've had more successful outcomes on Tinder than Really? Hinge. I don't think wow. I've ever met anybody from Hinge. <laughs> to be but fair. I do enjoy I prefer the I prefer the Hinge. Yeah. I prefer the I, layout of it. I was gonna say Tinder. I think Hinge gives a better experience yeah. for like the pre dating kind of scene. Definitely. You know, getting to know somebody but Again, I, I too, I've never met anybody from the Hinge. But then I've also never been taken on a date before, so <laughs> maybe that's why. You've never been taken on I've a date? I've never been taken on a date. I think I had one at the start of uni, yeah. and it was like literally a walk around campus. And it was scandalous. PSA, a walk around campus is not a date, guys. <laughs> 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 I think Okay, grab a coffee at least, minimum. Right, it was week one. Okay, I don't even think Portman was open. (laughs) I think walking dates are nice because even if it's awkward, you're still walking. Yeah. So it doesn't. Yeah, okay, fair enough. You can talk about like. Fine, it's an acceptable like 0.1 first date. Do you know what I mean? I mean, in COVID, you had no option. That's true. That was your only choice of date if you wanted to. That or hookups, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay, I get that. Right. So, what's our first topic? We're talking about scandals. Right. First of all. Yes. And so, okay, are. so should we start with, has hookup culture had a negative or positive effect on our generation? What do you think? Initially, I'm saying negative. Yeah, I'm yeah. as well. Indisputable. I think yeah. there's no way it's had a positive impact. No. I, I think everything has its pros and cons. Um, but I think overall there is a negative impact of it. <coughs> Definitely, I completely agree. I think that um, more time I've just had bad experiences because yeah. of it. Like, you know, no one wants to then take you on dates, no one wants to appreciate mm. you. They just want to hit it and leave. I think the one thing about hookup culture that really irritates me is the like heterosexual 
double standard mm. between men and women. Like I can't mm. talk about like obviously in the gay community, but I think the double standard between men and women yeah. really frustrates me. <coughs> it does. It's men can have sex with as many people as they want to, but yeah. women if it's over three, it's too much. I know. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's like an expectation on women that men don't experience. Yeah. And I think it makes it harder on, you know, the young women in our generation. Interesting. Definitely. I completely agree. I think there's like, the thing is, we come to university and I think that there's a culture and an expectation to sleep with people, but also there's an expectation to not sleep with too many people. Because for men, mm. I mean, my friend was telling me about this the other day, but her friend like really liked this girl, um, thought she was really attractive, but in his eyes, she slept with too many people, so he was she wasn't worthy of a relationship. Oh, but then oh my God. Asking, no, but then when asking him how many people has he slept with, it was like triple the amount she slept with. I'm sorry, but I think the idea that someone's worth is tied to their body count is awful. Also, mm. I heard from my cousin that people call it now your stat number what? your stat like yeah like your stats well that could just be from where she goes to uni yeah. but i'm sorry what the hell is that about like i just don't think that that's something we should have to ask i just no, think the whole not. concept of um the amount of people you slept with is just a bit crazy because say if you have a boyfriend right and you sleep with them 200 times mm. that your body count is what three people but you've actually mm. had sex three times like i yeah. don't think it really adds up <clears throat> uh, yeah and also my issue with that is that why does it matter like as yeah. long as it's safe and it's consensual yeah. mm. and it, everyone's okay with it you mm. know then why does it matter it's we're all adults you exactly know? we should be able to do what we want to do yeah and you know everyone's gonna have a past so i think you know going back to what you said about your friend um where she wasn't worthy or like he said she wasn't worthy oh i think God. you know she's gonna have a past and like you said that past is gonna be different for every person you know yeah. one person might have one <clears> sexual <throat> partner but have had so many different experiences with that one person and you know it doesn't necessarily mean anything about your work yeah definitely i think it's such a silly thing to have said it, it actually is just like disgusting yeah the w other worst thing about hookup culture is like if we run it back to you know dating apps mm. when originally they were used for dating apps and now i feel like they're hookup apps especially, like, especially tinder yeah. and it's like the first message is some creepy yeah. creepy fucking <laughs> <hookup> <laughs> <video>. <laughs> i'm just like like but you get the weirdest you get Honestly. the weirdest messages and like are you really expecting me to like reply to that yeah, yeah. like yeah. someone told me i have curves in all the right places as his like third like sentence to me and i was like no. and i literally replied i said has that ever worked for you and he went it's the first time i'm using it and then I aired that, and then he went, should I try again? <laughs> <laughs> Restart. Yeah, I never replied to him no, again, because enough. I just wanted to know if that ever worked for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And you know when on Tinder they have, um, ask for a picture, ask to see my face, and what? it's like a blank that. screen. Oh, yeah. And they're yeah, like, yeah. I don't get why people go on Tinder and use, and just have like a blank screen. It makes it doesn't make sense. any sense. It like, makes what zero are you trying sense. To or they just have with? one picture and it's like a group photo where you can't even know <laughs> <laughs> When all of 
that photos of group photos. Which one are you? And you have to play guess who. If I have yeah. to play guess who, I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to play guess who. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I think it does generally. I mean, I'll kind of play devil's advocate here, but <coughs> in, I guess, achieving to an extent sexual liberation, mm. have we kind of sacrificed a healthiness within relationships? Ooh. Oh, that's an interesting point. And that can link back to like patriarchal structures and the porn industry and things like that. But I think with casual relationships nowadays, boys often find that they have to set boundaries with girls mm. and girls are then called like clingy or too needy if they're asking for too much mm. in their eyes and that often leads to like restrictive conversations between people and mm. a lot of just toxic outcomes in definitely my opinion i feel like the casualness of hookup culture has made it that if you try and talk about boundaries too early yeah. you look like an absolute mug and yeah. it's like like, if you start telling people, you know, I'm like this, I'm like that, and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And mm. it's just sort of like, boundaries should be set from day one, minute one, second one, not yeah. like five months in. Like, you should be telling people about things they need to know from the get-go, not five months in. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it doesn't matter how casual it is. I feel like if you're getting involved with me, you have not even a right, but a need to know about any situation that you might be a part of because of me. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I don't know what I think. But then obviously <coughs> it does have its pros. Like women are a lot more sexually liberated nowadays. They are allowed. Well, never that they weren't allowed, but you're allowed to go out and sleep with whoever you want without having a relationship with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Which for some people, like especially if you're at university and you're constantly going between home and the uni, it allows you to, you know, be happy and be pleasured without having to commit to somebody. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, so, do we want to move on to the next topic, talking sure. about shots and going Drinking out? Drinking culture? Then, yeah, oh my God. I think it'll be really interesting to kind of, you know, see what you two have to say on it. Um, so our prompt question is, do you feel like you need to have alcohol to have fun? And I'm going to specify, just for the audience, that we're talking about like going clubbing or going on yeah. a night out as a uni student. So like, I mean, personally for me, no. You don't mm-hmm. need alcohol to have fun on a night out. Clubbing is a very Yeah, it depends what you experience. mean by a night out. If we're talking about mm. club, I don't know, it's hard. I don't feel like I have to drink to have fun, mm. but it elevates yeah. your experience. Yeah. I- I get that. It I makes you more confident. That. It's more enjoyable. I mean, for me, I'm normally somebody who doesn't stay out till like the end of the night. Mm. Yeah. But if I'm drinking, I'm more likely to stay out later. Right. Yeah. For me, what mm. matters more is that the vibes are right. Like I can be completely. <laughs> it's, it's not the vibe. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's about like the music has to be good. Yeah. The people I'm with have to be like good because it's sort of like you know you have those nights with your friends and they're like off you know throwing up in the bathroom or whatever yeah and like that's fine sometimes but when you're trying to have a night out it's just fun you know to be on the dance floor you know i don't understand people who go clubbing but don't dance i don't understand what like, are you talking about the jumping like the oh there <laughs> it is or are you talking all the people that like, just like act out every lyrics in the like, song I'm, no no <laughs> that tiktok of boys when they're like acting out every lyric oh my god 
I'm talking about the people who sort of like dilly dally on the sides of the bloody crowd and they're like oh, doing that yeah. like oh, swaggery thing and they're yeah. like just or when standing. the boys come up behind you and you're just like who is that and then you look at your friends being like oh what are they you like and they're to, just like no you have to give that signal to your friend and be like no no do <laughs> not do that attend like get away yeah get away it's always the guys that have no chance with you <laughs> come up to you right that's really mean but it is like everyone has a type and people who say they don't have a type are liars no i don't think that's true i I mean like i we all have a type i think i feel like but even having a few specifications makes it a type yeah it just even if yours is just Um, tall i would be like that's a type because if someone short came up to you you would say no (laughs) yeah but i don't think that's true true. no yeah i was gonna say really i I think you can have a preference yeah i think a type is a very niche like you know, I know people who have lists on their phones yeah. of like, if you don't tick all these boxes, it's not happening. I think that's, I think <laughs> I'm not that's that also an issue with like dating currently is that yeah. this idea you have to tick all these boxes, yeah. whereas it should be about ticking majority and mm. it should be about which, which of those ticks can you compromise on and which yeah. of those ticks can you not yeah. compromise on. Like, you can compromise on height, you know mm, what I mean? But definitely. can you compromise on the fact that they're Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I mean, like, like, yeah, like tidy, messy. like yeah. messy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you know. No, of course I don't. I think it's unrealistic <laughs> to have a list and expect mm. everyone yeah, to tick all of those boxes. You're never gonna get that. Jumping back to hookup culture and the way it's affected us. Yeah. Like, what would you say takes precedence? Would you say that? you know on your list it's the looks or the personality like what do you strive more for because i would i would opt more for like you know you have to be caring you have to be funny yeah. you have to be like a loving potentially family orientated person before you're tall or yeah. you know i think it's yeah it's very looks, circumstantial yeah. like obviously you have to be attracted to somebody yeah but at the same time if somebody's attracted but they have no personality like at the end of the day i'm not going to be attracted to them so it is like a combination <laughs> of both I also feel like on dating apps, like no offense boys, but a lot of you don't know how to take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and the issue with that is you look at them and you're like, right, fine. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. sort of like, it's so, and then you see them in person. They like, look better. They look yeah. better. And then their personality helps. Like, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's why I prefer Hinge is because I can see your personality in the prompts. And then it complements And the it complements the photos. Yeah. Because, okay, here's my thing. Um, my I have a like negative thing on Hinge when the two of the prompts talk about the exact same thing. Oh, like yes. it will be like it will be like one thing I'm really proud about is my height, and the one thing I won't stop talking about is my height. Like why have you used yeah. two of your prompts to say these exact same and being thing? Being tall isn't a personality trait. It's not like, a personality why do trait. Think it's a personality. Oh trait? my god, my it's such an ick. But if they have <laughs> we should no. talk about it. Oh, oh my god. No, leave it. That's a whole hour. But when they have in their bio six foot two because it because height apparently matters, it's a straight no guys. It's legit a straight no because why do you, it doesn't matter in the way that you think it does. You just mm. sound so like pessimistic. Like yeah. just have a get a life, guys. Get a life. You know what I mean? <laughs> just put your height and move on. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I don't think height's like a massive deal breaker. Because I feel like I always say, oh, I really want someone who's tall. 
and but then, then I but they all end up being like five seven five yeah, eight. But that, but that doesn't. Tall. Yeah, because I'm so fi- I'm like five two and a half, and that doesn't bother me personally. Yeah. Like I'm five three, so like I'll date guys like five seven and above. Five five. <laughs> Never five. <laughs> right, I didn't know he was five five until I saw him. <laughs> but I didn't think it's a massive issue. Like, if your personality makes up for it. Yeah. I don't think it's the end of the no, world. Babe, especially when we're taller short. Than you, if I feel taller yeah. than you, then that's an issue. Especially when if I want to wear heels. I want to yeah. wear heels. If I'm taller than you in heels, that's an issue. That's a problem. I mean, speaking on behalf of all the guys, <laughs> as a guy, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't even know my height accurately. Like, yeah. I remember in sixth form as well, like, people would look at me and be like, oh my god, you're like six foot. I'd be like, yeah, I'm six foot. And then I'd go home, my dad's like, you're 5'10. And I'm like, I'm definitely not 5'10. I feel That's like boys always were like up their height by yeah. like an inch or but two. Do you know what? That's the thing. If you're 5'11, you're basically six foot. Yeah. When guys, <laughs> no, when guys tell me they're 5'11, I tell them that doesn't exist because, <laughs> because you're either actually 5'10 and you're lying or you're six foot and you're lying. I just tell them it doesn't exist because it doesn't to me. Well, then I'm six foot and I'm lying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like going back to having to drink to have fun. I don't think so. Like you yeah. said, Isha, it's about the people you're with. However, yeah. if you're going somewhere that isn't that great already, yeah. then I think drinking does help. Okay, I get that. I also get the idea that it loosens you up. Yeah, like a lot 100%. of people like meeting new people for the first time especially at uni like you're constantly mm. meeting new people you're mm. going to pre with like other people that you've never met before so drinking does help definitely i think it definitely does help see i disagree because like i've obviously been on nights yeah. out and i've gone clubbing like rock city i remember i mean it wasn't necessarily the best use of my time i'll say that like i i was there kind of thinking you know oh, i wish i was at home i wish i was reading i wish i was doing something else yeah but you know i don't think i would have had more fun if i was to drink you know I yeah i do I understand had a that good time and it's about who you're with and you know i feel like the need for alcohol to have fun kind of takes away on why you're going yeah do you know what i mean like if you're yeah. going out with your friends to have a fun night out and then you end up being like oh I need to drink. I need yeah. a shot of tequila. Yeah. I need a, a cocktail. Do you know what I mean? Then you're taking away from that. I think though, like, there's also a fear of missing out. Like, there's huge mm, FOMO, FOMO. Oh, FOMO with drinking. I don't it's... get FOMO. You don't? No. I don't think I do. I think you do. I was well, say it I depends. Think you do. Like, I know people that um, like have to go on every single night yeah. out. Like, if someone mm. says let's go out, like they have to go. Whereas mm. I don't think I'm that type of person. I don't have severe FOMO, but I do have a case of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, See, I it's agree a slight you. allergy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like FOMO intolerant. Yeah, I'm FOMO intolerant. <laughs> I, I 100% agree with you on that, but Evie, I'm going to have to disagree with you. <laughs> yeah. You are like the one person I know that has you not missed an event. You message me the most. <laughs> no, I do go events. out. No, no, I do understand. I do go out a lot, but. If so, if I feel ill or if I don't feel great, like I'll be the first person to say like I'm not yeah. going out, like yeah, I don't yeah. want to go out. I feel like you also have certain requirements as well. Like if you were the one who said let's go out, you have to go out no matter how you're feeling because yeah. it's like you mm. you you started it. Do you know what I mean? You're you started. Like yeah, it, you're you? hosting it. Yeah, you're telling everyone you know let's go and you have to go now. I think it's hard as well in first year. Like, I think it'd be really difficult not to drink. Yeah. Because there's such a culture of it in first year, especially in fresh, it's like you're going out basically every especially night. Especially with COVID, everyone was just drinking in their flats. Like yeah. until you were drunk. And when you also you're going and you do not know a single person at university, like drinking does really help. Yeah. 
just loosen you up, make you a bit more confident. People did make a lot of friends because in you're drunk. Pool because yeah. they were drinking. Like everyone would get together in the JCR, mm. yeah. which didn't happen because of COVID rules. I'll say that. Yeah. How was your <laughs> How was your sort of like freshers in? Yeah. Um, catered because obviously me and Isha are in South yeah. Cater, so I feel like it was a lot yeah. different. It was interesting to say the least. You know, it, it I I did compare it to a prison quite a lot for our year, <laughs> simply because of the fact you know you had the porters walking around. Sometimes campus security would yeah. just come on and like into the halls and just kind of like walk around the JCR areas. Then they introduced show sec, which what? felt like constant. What is like, that? Thing. Oh, you don't know about show sec? No, oh no, God. I don't know about. I don't know about this catered life. Right, anyone who was in a campus hall in first year, what year did we start? Like twenty twenty. Yeah. You will know show sec. They are a security company that work like football events and things like that and concerts and whatnot. Yeah. And they got hired to come into campus halls. Oh my halls god! And I think work I did hear about and this. And and like kind of monitor <gasps> like the main sort of social areas of the halls and like they'd make sure you know you're wearing your mask and that you're socially distanced yeah. and stuff like that. And you know what? It's all with good intent, but it just kind of felt like you know any time you felt like you were getting a normal drop yeah. on like social life and uni life. Show sick with Aaron took it away. Yeah. So it just kind of, you know, it was a very depressing time, I won't lie. Like, I will say though, that Kate, I don't know about every single hall, but mm. Cater did seem very lively. I if you could was... get away with it yeah yeah if you mm. could get away with it because i my friends like were having big parties like all the time and but we're self-catered well we're broadgate i don't know about the other ones but we'd have security like walking around yeah. all the time i mean we had stuff when there'd literally Change be four time. of us in the flat like mm. my own flat like everyone who lived in there just sitting in there we'd have some music on and then like next thing you know literally security would come in straight away because they'd have mm. a noise complaint from somebody oh wow so it was not obviously noise complaints were the worst yeah because <laughs> i was right next to the residential area as well so i had like people's oh, houses cool. literally right next to me yeah but i was lucky enough that i got on really well with my flat but i can imagine it's really hard if you didn't go on with your flat especially with covid yeah. like and you can't go out and oh, socialize definitely. with new people no, you have a few flatmates you never get along with oh, yeah, I think <laughs> well one of mine dropped out like halfway oh. through the year <laughs> and just never told any of us and just unadded us all on instagram and snapchat oh my god yeah it was so yeah oh yeah i hope you're living life but i don't know what happened to her she just left one day and she just never came back i mean that's something as well like you know that could have very much have been an isolated feeling where the reason she had unadded you all was because she felt so distant but that's not of any fault of your own that literally was what covid did to all of us definitely just took literal life away from all of us and made us feel so alone i think yeah definitely there was a hell of a lot of loneliness last year. And yeah. I would say even this year. Like, yeah. you, it's not talked about enough, but you feel so lonely as a university student. You just, yes. you don't realise it, but like, I was lying in my bed the other night and I was mm. just laying there. And you think, you feel like a little child pretending to be an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, all of a sudden, you, you're in a house and you know, you have your own room and a kitchen and a bathroom and you're like, your parents aren't around, you know, your guardians aren't around and you're just there, Yeah, living. We're also very much like independent, but also yeah. very dependent at the same time, yeah. like exactly. on our yeah. family. And it's just scary to me that we'll literally have one year left, well, a year and oh a half. My God, and then we're working. <laughs> it's like our childhood's over at that point and then you're just working for the rest of your life. I feel like 
I'm actually in year 10 still. Like I know, I so I feel like I'm trapped in like a 16, 17 year old. Like when people, when I think the fact I'm 20. Oh no. And I go oh. into clubs and I was, I was out at home like a couple of weeks ago with my friends and their younger sisters. Yeah. And they were both 18. And I was like, how are you guys like two years younger than me? Yeah. Like in my mind, they're still 14. Yeah. yeah, they were going out like they're able to buy alcohol. And I'm just like, oh my God, like <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, no, I completely get that. It's like, crazy. I'm 19 and I'm going to be 20 in a few months. I'm going to be 21 <laughs> in eight months. Oh yeah, your birthday soon, yeah. isn't it? A couple weeks now. Yeah, we're going to have a very big bashing. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Send me birthday presents. <clears throat> no, we're going to go for a nice donation. meal. <laughs> <laughs> go have a GoFundMe page. At least fun does. But going back to like, you know, what you guys are saying about feeling like a like a child like yeah. trying yeah. to live in an adult world like my flatmate wasn't around for a couple weeks mm. like just recently because she went back home and oh my god i relied so much on work as a distraction yeah, yeah. from <coughs> being in the flat and then i realized yeah. like having reflected on it if i wasn't out you know seeing friends or just mm. trying to distract myself by doing anything else i was in bed watching yeah. film not doing yeah. anything not taking care of myself yeah the flat was a tip and it's like, I think, you know, one thing at uni that I've learned is your mental health really does reflect and project onto your physical world. Yeah, it like, does completely. That's why my room gets messy when you're going through it. Yeah. <laughs> why I mean, is it always messy? messy? Yeah, because I was... <laughs> I'm always going through it. No, but to be fair, like, it. when you want to clean it, you clean it. Yeah, do you know I do. What I, mean? I cleaned it, like, the other day, guys, all right? Yeah. It's not always messy. I don't live in a pig's oh, But yeah. no, I completely understand you because when I came back to uni mm. and my housemate, Ash, if you're listening... <laughs> shout out, no, Ash. Shout out, Ash, but he's not. He's working. I'm not sorry, but <laughs> You just did. <laughs> but he didn't come back for like two and a half weeks yeah. yeah oh yeah i was a mess i was such a mess and then when he came back i did not leave him alone for like three hours <laughs> i sat on his bed and i just like spoke to him and yeah. i was like because i was all alone in that house and i was just like that's so scary to well, be yeah because i was home alone pretty much for the first three weeks yeah but i mean we were going to the library every day no we so were. that helped yeah. a lot yeah because we had our essays if i hadn't yeah because we were spending six seven hours every single day in the library but yeah it was draining it was <laughs> awful and to that point when you get back home then you're so dead out you're just falling asleep i was so tired after that because we'd get yeah. up quite early i get yeah. to the library at 10 and we'd work there till like seven o'clock at seven night, o'clock at night yeah. and we do that every single day for a week Legit, and a half for a week and a half Monica Partridge housed us. <laughs> Those cups, that vending machine. That vending machine. That got so much money off of us from yeah, the cups of tea. We were, we were paying that vending machine. Wait, basically. when was that? Was that last time? No, this, no, this time. time. This time. Our essays at the start of the year. We're talking about this time. We're talking oh, about yeah. January. Oh, yeah. Even. Sorry, I zoned out. When did you get back? When did I? I came back on like the 8th. Yeah. And I literally, I was in and out of McDonald's working. Yeah. And in between shifts yeah. that's another thing as well like ba- balancing like uni life and if you have a job as well like that's yeah. something yeah. that's it's horrible it's really how horrible. do you find it and obviously you tutor as well mm. do you know what I say it's horrible but it's one of those things that when you look at the like you know on a Sunday you look at the week to come yeah. you, like, you look at your rotor then you look at your uni timetable then you look at all your mm. extracurricular and then you're just like oh I really can't be bothered yeah. I, it's not yeah. the last thing I want to do but then you go and you know you think about all the benefits you know that experience that you're putting on your cv and everything like that and it gets you through it yeah but there is a lot of like i don't want to say detest 
Mm. And like, there's no hate. Yeah. But unmotivated. Like, I, I feel Especially when you've like done a full week of lectures and seminars mm-hmm. and then you think, oh, I've got to go do an eight hour shift now as well. Exactly. Like, it's exhausting. Yeah. Sometimes it's nine. Yeah. Yeah, and you work late horrible. as well. You work till like two in the morning, three in the morning. Yeah, I four. couldn't do that. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know how you do it. Because I yeah, just tutor and that's like to my schedule. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. my, that like, I choose when and where, well, not when and where, I choose when. And then, you know, it, like, I can fit that around my schedule. Yeah. But like, and that's just one hour pockets here and there. Like if to work, back to back yeah oh my yeah. god that would kill I, me i'm lucky that a lot of my work is virtual so i can yeah. just do it in my own time as well but mm. i think i'd find it so difficult to do uni and then balance a job on top of that as well because mm. i just go home and try and work in the holidays yeah um which does really help but yeah i think i'd find it really difficult to sustain a job at uni yeah it is difficult. but a lot of shout people do it to everyone who does do shout that. out to everyone who's got shout a job to the capitalist cogs in the system. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> But no, I I really appreciate you. Like I don't know how you do it. Honestly, yeah, I'd really struggle. Well, we appreciate the love. <laughs> but yeah, um, how are we feeling about like in person lectures? Like, oh how are we God. feeling about that? I love them. I'm Same. Them. I'm in love. I like, think it's been really upsetting to hear about this strike. And to be honest, I will yeah. say yeah. that I completely appreciate it. And I I'm you know you're not angry. You're just yeah. upset because we finally get back into person. Yeah. And it feels like we're never actually going to get back into person. 100%. But you know what? University higher-ups, if you're listening, yes, <laughs> <laughs> pay our lecturers as they deserve to be. Because, yeah. you know, they do so much for us and they mm. should be compensated. So Yeah, we respect what they're striking for. I it's just unfortunate res- for us really that we're missing out on yeah. teaching. Definitely. Like, you know, we finally got back. And, you know, sitting... We guys, we sat in a lecture hall for the first time in our degree, and we're halfway through our degree, and we sat in a lecture hall for the first time this week. Like yeah. that's crazy. And there's still people who don't have in-person lectures. Yeah, like, exactly. My friend who does criminology, like hers, is still all online. I think that's really sad. Yeah. But yeah. like, you know, just pay them for God's sake. Just pay them. <laughs> pay oh our teachers God. better. Exactly. I think teachers deserve to be paid same. so much more yeah. than what they are. A hundred percent. But definitely, I feel like my mental health has been a lot better in person than it is when it's not in person. It's just so nice, like, like all, because we all have, um, what do we have together? Social. Social. There's like a big group of us that are all in the same, like, to be (laughs) fair, we have, yeah, we all walk in in our own little line together. But no, it is really nice. And it's nice to meet people that you've, like, never never seen before. Or, like, people you know of and their names pop up in the the group chat. chat, But you can never put a face Mm. to their name and now you can. And, like, you know, like, Evie will sit next to me and she'll be like, yeah, that's that. And I'll be like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, yeah, like, it's so exciting to see people. Oh, yeah. my God. Because there's 200 people on our course. Like, yeah. We don't know that many people. I know maybe about 50, 60 of them. See, this is the thing I was thinking about the other day, right? The social philosophy lecture is huge. Yeah. I don't know about your other modules, right? But my other modules are quite small. No, freedom and obligation is in the exact same... Oh, because right, it's massive. Oh, is it? I was wondering where yeah. a lot of the people were. Well, ancient Greek is pretty big. It's like fifty. Yeah, There's it's like fifty of us. No, but it like it was packed. And Asians oh, probably yeah. fifty as well. To be fair. Yeah. yeah, I feel like a lot of people could be doing their subsids this term as well. That's true. I completely forgot about subsids. Uh, 
other books by there, but I hate <laughs> substance. Where's the I do. I did quite a lot of substance last year, and I actually really enjoyed them. I feel like but you enjoyed this them, term. but this one, oh my lord! We both done. We both did a sociology module this term, didn't we? Yeah, we did. It, it wasn't that bad. It was just an assessment method that no, we're not used to. No, but that's my issue. I never find an issue with the actual material yeah. of any of my mm. subjects. It was interesting. I feel like the assessment is so different. Yeah. And I just feel like they don't do enough for the people who are taking it as They a don't give you yeah. enough guidance. They don't care. Especially, oh my God, I did... Um, I'm going to name and shame, but I did a classics <laughs> module <laughs> last year. Don't do a classics module. Don't do classics modules if you're not a classic student because they start talking and they're like, yeah, and like this and X, Y, Z. And I'm just like, I'm sat there yeah. messaging all the people who are taking it as yeah. a subset and they're all like, I don't know what the hell is going I on. I think we were lucky with the sociology one that there was quite a lot of us from philosophy who were taking yeah. it. Yeah, and it's quite contemporary. So yeah, it's, it's, it's hard yeah. for you to not understand what's going on. Like, I feel like just it was assessment methods i hate assessment methods yeah when we had to do a post oh my god well, it academic. doesn't sound oh. bad it doesn't sound bad when you think about it, it. it but it is. But when you do it you're just like oh it was the worst thing i've ever experienced in my life <laughs> it wasn't that bad guys they're gonna take us off air they're gonna be like you need to start slaughtering because no i no, but i did too i'm slaughtering them philosophically <laughs> No, but I did a sociology module last year and yeah. I really enjoyed it and I did quite well in it. That's why I chose to do another yeah. social sociology one this year. Mm. But like last year, I didn't know a single person taking that sociology one. Yeah. Agree. So it was really difficult because I couldn't ask anyone like mm. about anything because I didn't know anyone on the course. But yeah. I think it's good that we have the option to do subsets because yeah. not a lot of people get an no. option to do it. Like I do complain, but I complain about a lot of things. So you know that's just me but i definitely do agree that i think you know in terms of our degree we've really lucked out because you know we have yeah. barely any compulsory modules yeah we get oh. to choose everything thank and god we yeah. didn't have any this oh year my god. well you i know you didn't mind it, just but taking logic everyone he's taking <laughs> intermediate logic intermediate do you know how logic. horrible that that's is right. no, you guys it's fun like no, I'm slandering logic. logic massively. It was horrific. Okay, I won't lie to you yet. Logic wasn't too bad at the beginning. No, the first year. It, the second half yeah. was but a lot worse. I feel like no. if no, I feel like if second half was taught in person, I would have loved it. But yeah. the fact that I had love's to sit a strong there, word. I don't no. think I would have loved when it. When I knew of what I was doing, I did really enjoy it. The thing with logic is that obviously it's not essay based, yeah. so I understand people liking that aspect of it yeah. when we're constantly writing essays, but. It's very mathsy, and that's not my strong point, like whatsoever. I get that, yeah. To be honest, I was good at maths at one point, and then <laughs> I wasn't. So I've, I've never been good at maths. I, I was maths really good at it in maths and science, and just no, anything oh my God, science. science. No, no. I used to sit in that class, and you know the song that goes a wee. <laughs> I used to sit there and no. sing that the whole time. You know, in the jungle. Oh yeah. yeah. I used Why to did you do that in science? No, I just used to sit there in science and sing that the whole time. Did you I ever do it in hate. physics? The song about it was about like radiation. I, I can't remember what it was now. I, I did combine science. Oh, I did triple. You did triple. Mum, if you're listening, my mum like convinced my like secondary school teacher to put me into triple science. I'm sorry. No, I hated it. You got shoved into. I got shoved into triple science, and I was not good at science. I just revised so badly. I think I would have failed. I mean, well, massively. 
massively. I barely I, passed science. I remember GCSE opening that physics balls. page on the f- GCSE. I got a five and a six. I didn't. I got Ooh. a seven and two sixes. Ooh. You got what? A seven and two sixes. Oh my God. No, but honestly, but my what was teachers your seven in? biology. I loved biology. Oh, no. Uh, I hated my teacher. Okay. I hated my teacher. So I remember I literally just yeah, read the over. biology book like back to back. Yeah. And I just read it because I just didn't understand science. Like, I was no, never good I'm at it. sorry. Science, yeah. If anyone's taking science out there, props to I you. I don't know how I people honestly take like maths degrees and physics degrees. My friend does a maths degree, like a financially math. I don't know what the hell he does, but it's awful. And just thinking about it makes me sick. Would you, if you could go back, would you take any other degree? And this sort of ties into have we like fallen out, not now, but with COVID last year, like have we fallen out of love with our degree? No. I have I not fallen out of, if anything, I love my degree yeah. even more yeah. now. Especially when you look at people who take their degrees and they hate it. Yeah. And you're just like, that can never be me. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people who are simply like, I, this is the like least favourite thing I could ever have done. I want to do something completely different. I yeah. don't know what yeah. career I want to go into. But like, you know, for me, I've always loved philosophy. Did you do A level? I did do it at A level. It was my favorite. Model. I did yeah. do A star. I did. Oh, such a I did it at um, A level as well. But to be honest, it was hard as an A level. Yeah. I think it's very much down to your teachers and oh, how. 100%. Because a lot of the subjects I liked was purely down to my teacher. Mm. Like English, yeah. English was never something I was English particularly was my interested love. in. English was my love. And then my GCSE love. teacher, oh. I just absolutely loved her, yeah. and I feel like that helps. So, and same with lecturers now, like they very yeah. much influence if you like yeah. that model. We or had not. like a really bad but really good GCSE um, English teacher, um, <laughs> and. Honestly, to be honest, I actually really liked my A-level English teachers most of the time. Yeah. I think that's just because I was a bit of a teacher's pet and I was <laughs> I was really just good at English. That's all. <laughs> that was the only thing I was good at. I think now though with modules, like when I looked at them, I very much base what module I do depending on the lecturer because there's certain that. lecturers yeah. I just... Not that I don't like them, I just don't like their... No, they're all (laughs) lovely. Like, they genuinely are, like, really lovely people. I just don't like certain styles of teaching. No, and I completely agree. I feel like that's... Like, I prefer modules where, you know, the lecturer is extremely sort of organised and, you know, you have everything set out where it's exactly meant to be. I want to know everything that's happening. Yeah. You know, I... I don't, you just like to plan. I like plan. I don't. Mm. I do not like wishy washy stuff. I can't do with wishy washy. No. I need a structure. Yeah. Or I will just be unstructured. Mm. Basically. I mean, talking about favorite teachers. Just in case you're listening, Miss Sandiford and Mrs. Seymour, <laughs> my eleven <laughs> teachers. I told them about. It. I like emailed them. I was like, oh, oh, please listen to my podcast. You're <laughs> not a pet. I am a pet, but do you know what? It's. I can imagine you being a teacher. Faison wanted a shout out, so oh, shout out no, Faison. No. <laughs> Sorry, babes. No. no, well, I did it now. I, I just told him I would. I told him I would. But yeah, I mean, we've got 15 minutes left. So I was going to talk about like, what are you guys considering <clears throat> oh doing God. after university? Like, do you have Dying? any idea? <laughs> Well, you're you're gonna do a masters, aren't you? Right. So here's my issue. I really do want to do a masters because I love education and like I cannot see my life without education. Yeah. But if I my other option here is like a law degree, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which I would obviously have to do a conversion for. And when you think of it in the grand scheme of things, to do a masters, then a conversion, then the qualifying exam, and then it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. You know, is it is it a good choice to make you know fiscally time like being time management or whatever 
Like, you have to think about a lot of things. And I, I'm still undecided now. And I think that's a really stressful thing for me because I'm someone who That's with philosophy plan. in general, yeah, though. It's, I love it for yeah. how broad it is and the yeah. opportunities, opportunities yeah. it can give you. But at the same time, it's too many. because it's so broad, yeah. it's hard to know what to go into. Mm, yeah. Definitely. I feel like I'm waiting for something to fall into my lap, mm. I guess. But, you know, they won't unless you start actively searching. And I feel like... It never feels like a good time, you know. First year was mm. too soon, and second yeah. year feels like, oh my god, like it's next year, and it's like you have to make a decision. Like mm. I have to make a decision by the before summer. Like, do I want to apply for a master's? Like, yeah. do I want or do I want to apply for you know the GDL? And like, we're what still do I so do? young, right? If you think when we mm. choose what we want to do at university, we're what like seventeen, eighteen. Like, yeah. how do you know what you want to do for the rest of your life Crazy. at that age? Yeah, I just think I think it's a really bad age for us to be telling people like you know you mm. have to choose your life now. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like you're thrust into adulthood like yeah. all of a sudden with one birthday and you're just like wow, <laughs> <laughs> you know. It literally is just like the way of society though, isn't it? Like you stupid. hit an age and that's it. You get all these privileges and yeah. alongside yeah. that comes with all the stress of you need your life yeah. plan. And the thing is, it's like I feel like a lot of people kind of, you know, as a result of that feel if they don't have a plan then they have nowhere to go in life and mm. they have no course and they have no direction but do you know what i would actually advocate more so to don't have a course don't have a plan mm. like, i'm somebody who i need a plan right mm. that's how i've always been do you know what you want to do yeah i want to do my master's and then my phd in yeah. philosophy and then research and lecture if i can yeah i am so envious of you i mean do i have really ideas but i think you'd be yeah, I think Stay that would suit you. You're my strongest competition, so. No. But if you're doing a master's, you've still got another, like, two years yeah. to decide what you want to do. I think, like, I really would love to become a philosophy lecturer, and yeah. I feel mm. like my heart tells me that, but my mind is just like, babes, like, is that is that your right choice? And But to be honest, I will say that for everyone out here listening, that mo- most people in the 10 years after graduating change course, like, they change their oh, course wow. of life five times. And that's like a genuine mm. statistic. You know, I don't talk about statistics a lot, but mm. that is a genuine <laughs> statistic. Yeah. And so you might think, you know, I'm going to go down this path and you don't know where life will take you. I don't know what's going to happen in the next five minutes, let alone what will happen in the next five years. Yeah. So, you know, take it, take your time, make the right choice, mm. but, you know, don't rush anything. Yeah. It's hard because the working world nowadays nowadays is so competitive it's so and it's like what differentiates you from someone who's at like manchester university or liverpool D&D. university or, <laughs> yeah like but you have to have these like extra extracurricular activities like yeah. differentiate you from other yeah. people i think that's why i say yes to bloody everything and i just mm. like put everything on my cv like my cv is like three pages long right now oh my God. and it's just like it's awful like do you yeah. know what i mean like but then you stress yourself out mm. you're just like yeah I'm like our bake sale yeah <laughs> <laughs> no we don't no it was a success it was, it a, was success. a successful bake sale um if you guys don't know all three of us are on the committee for the philosophy society so yes we're complete philosophy nerds. we have a valentine social <laughs> oh on tuesday God. if you guys want to tuesday come the tickets 8th. on the su website yeah like follow the instagram page it's at uon.philosophysock um but yeah, so like we are all on that committee. We loved it. Well, I loved it. Mm. I love. I think that. it's really Literally, fun. I was like boasting about it to 
like my friends the other day and I was like being like oh my god look how cute our photo is because like we got like, a photos <laughs> yeah. like the other day and it's just like it's such a nice little like it's a lovely group yeah. group of people it there is. was no like you know yeah. you've got that you know the commitments I mean this is a complete other philosophical discussion mm. of like you know commitments to friends but like oh my you god, know yeah. being on the committee feels like you know you've got friends with common interests yeah. without mm. having those other commitments that come with being friends with people yeah. you know what I mean like being like their therapist and and we get to meet people as well from like all different year groups that you probably wouldn't normally meet anyway and i think we're in such vital positions on the committee that it gives us so much like experience Mm -hmm. you know with like marketing being out there like talking to people Mm. thinking about budgeting Please, let's not talk about the treasury. <laughs> well, it brings back some trauma. No, but I feel like our roles, like, very much suit us. Yeah, it yeah. does. Well, I think. Really? I, I yeah. Not, I'm you're very organised. If I had choice of, like... If yeah, I what had, would you do if you could choose anything? Because I missed yeah, the first Yeah, you step on some toes. If I will step on toes. Someone out. <laughs> I'm going to step on your toes. <laughs> oh, yeah? You want to yeah. come to me? <laughs> so, I missed the first meeting because it was, like, the start of term, and I was like, there's nothing going on. Saw the email for the night before, and was like, oh, I'll wake up for that, and then... Didn't. Yeah. So I missed it and I missed the vote. But um I think you know, I feel like I would have gone for president or vice president. Are you gonna run next year? Oh, I'm thinking about it definitely. I'm definitely running for president again yeah. next year, so yeah. don't come for me like that. I'll be your vice. Yeah, I'll you can be my vice. vice. Yeah, but Me I'm definitely not being treasurer, and that's not a case of like you know don't ever be the treasurer on a committee. Yeah, no, it is stressful. You know, it comes with a lot of stress, and I think I'm responsibility on like halfway through term one yeah i had a lot of catching up to do yeah and then it didn't like usually you know as a, as a treasurer you get a break you know mm. there's one thing to fund and then that's it you stop you take like a good couple of weeks out then there's the next thing and there's another project there's another project. we have like half like of us drop out as, yeah, yeah half yeah, of are. the committee dropped out i feel like what people them. didn't realize <laughs> no, honestly people just wouldn't turn up and we're like where is everyone yeah. it's like it's about i think people don't realize it is a commitment yeah no, like, it, is. it doesn't matter how big or small your society is like mm. you're still committing to a hell of a lot of things 100%. and you can't just pick and choose when you decide to be on a committee like you choose you're once. committed that's yeah. it you're done you know? like whether it's if we're having meetings or we'll have like socials, debates or debates, socials or, or potentially a ball Ooh. <laughs> dropping hints I don't think anyone's listening it's 11 o'clock in the morning actually, yeah everyone's I've probably hung over Snapchat, so I've had quite a few people saying that they're tuning in I've got loads of messages oh, on the mic that's so, so sweet. I'd like to say apologies for the mic issues like I had a couple people message me saying like your mic was low but they thought you were Isha oh. and then I was you know I was sat back here it's like, like right next to the me the quality reduces and I completely forgot about us and that's why I just like <laughs> sitting upright yeah. Yeah. Th- let us know what you guys think but we kind of want to bring like a little Q&A section yeah. in where we get down people to send in live, those, um, questions like a live Q&A like tell us on our um, Instagram. Instagram if you guys aren't following we'll our Instagram like that's also bad so, so follow yeah definitely Instagram. follow our Instagram what is it just the philosopher it's just yeah, the, the philosopher like a sofa like cause sofa. we're below sitting on a sofa <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah we'll set up a poll after this at 12 o'clock I think that'd be really fun that would be so cute like adorable I've just had a yes live Q&A text message so uh, that's a good go ahead we well shout that. out Thanks to summer. everyone listening thank you so much for making our first podcast like amazing yeah, yeah. we're well, in the last eight minutes now ooh, so ooh. well next time we're going to be talking about body image we're not yeah. sure if it's going to be next week or, or bi-weekly week after, yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah, haven't we'll decided yet yeah we need to wait for confirmation but that would be a fun one to yeah, talk about i definitely think so and you know we could do 
you know, the third session, we could do a live Q&A. So you have to tune into the next one on Body Image and enjoy it. And then you can get your live Q&A. Oh. <laughs> and, okay, so before we wrap up then, have your guys' opinions on anything we've talked about, like, changed? Like, have you had a change of thought, opinion? Um, <laughs> you know I, I mean? haven't. And I, I think, think the reason I being have. is that we share quite similar views. I know We're we all quite similar. I know difference on the whole alcohol thing and yeah. coming, but... You know, I think other than that, we all share quite similar no, views. So yeah, none, I feel yeah. I think that's the nice thing about philosophy yeah. is that everyone has such different views. Mm. And but I think you come to university and you think you have a certain view on something, mm. and then you listen to other people's opinions. Like, oh, actually, that's quite like Especially an interesting point with of view. Philosophy, like yeah. you're constantly asked for your opinion. And I think what I like about it is that you can't just give your opinion. You need to have reasons. Yeah. And I think like that's a really good thing about it because you can't. You can't just have like oh because I said so and I feel yeah. like that sort of reasoning is is still in a lot of people who don't take like very logical degrees because mm. you can't but you can't like not it teaches you to have like a structured argument Definitely. and also having logic behind your argument as yeah. well mm. which I think is a very good really good but I'm yeah just give a quick shout out to my sister who also wants a Q and A sorry the text messages are rolling through <laughs> oh my god we like a live caller section where someone calls in <laughs> oh my god like, because we awesome. do have the we have Skype where people yeah. can join in so we could have like literally a live Q and A section yeah. where people I call think in all our friends it'd be like a contest on oh which my god, one gets yeah. on so I think maybe oh just live <laughs> I feel like we should have people send questions in yeah and yeah. we'll answer them like you agony arms. yeah you guys <laughs> can, arms. you guys can literally ask anything like yeah. we'll answer we're we happy to answer we're quite problem. open but we're not allowed to swear so don't let me swear yeah. <laughs> so let's say everyone Saturday morning a bit too early for that but yeah oh, definitely oh this is so exciting guys it's been a nice little just relaxing yeah. like our our discussions will get more philosophical we just definitely. thought the first week yeah we'll do like a nice calm mm. informal chat one just to get used to it and then we'll start nice. throwing philosophers at you so you guys can start learning <laughs> we might bring in some lecturers yeah, we're, look we're, into that. we're teasing a lot of things we are right teasing now. a lot but we're not making any promises no we haven't actually yeah, don't hold us to anything <laughs> we're saying right now but if you guys do want uh, something then let us know and we'll try mm-hmm. and make it happen so yeah and open. if you have any topics that you want us to talk about, mm. then definitely let us yeah, know. Yeah, literally well. anything. Like philosophy yeah. encompasses everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Literally anything. Even if you want to talk about like, I don't know. I don't. Why is there a table? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my god, we can talk. <laughs> a l- no, I don't want to talk about <laughs> we can metaphysics. Talk a lot about metaphysics. No. Oh my god, I'd love that. Like, no, just I'll quickly, opt out like, that week. If I say a sentence, <laughs> I like commit to its existence. Just like. I'd love that. Anything guys, social and political yeah. philosophy, please. Yeah, if you guys political. want us to talk, give you guys exen- existential crises on a Saturday, we're happy to do that. But, <laughs> like, think about it, because we'll give you a massive one. Yeah, no, definitely. But, um... I don't really know what else to say <laughs> no, now. I, I just feel like... Oh, so nice, but yeah next week or the week after we're talking about body image you know social media mm-hmm. photoshop filters, filters culture body dysmorphia yeah i, feel like I missed out now. i didn't say filters with you let's do that again three <laughs> two one filters <laughs> instagram filters but no that'll be an interesting one because i feel like it's very applicable to Definitely. our generation considering yeah. when we've all grown up with oh my social God, media yeah. 100%. I think I think it's weird, but definitely. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were, grow- 
<laughs> We've all grown up with like, Snapchat and Instagram since yeah. we were like 13. I think I've had my Snapchat since like 2013. 2014. I think I've had mine since 2014. Yeah, the it's same crazy. one. Oh, I don't even know when I had mine. Do you remember when it was you couldn't chat and you it was only like snapping? Do you remember when? Do you know what I mean? Oh, there was no blue chat. There was only red. Yeah, it was. Wait, I've always remembered. And there didn't. I don't think there was DMs either on Instagram. Like you couldn't like. Do you remember when you could? like see people's top three best friends yeah <laughs> and you like expose people because you see yeah. who their best friends were and then you'd see who they're dating because of it yeah <laughs> oh my god oh my god year seven relationships there was like that one boy he would just date like every single oh girl in the year and he'd go shout out everyone. oh my god <laughs> all right <laughs> name and shame oh if you're listening <laughs> i'll name and no, shame i'm not naming shame i'm not naming and shaming because if it Hate goes back to me <laughs> drama but no, we can maybe also talk about like OnlyFans with that as well. Oh like, how is that? Yeah, there was the and like the porn industry and yeah. all that. We had a lecture on that last year, didn't we? we yeah, did. yeah, we did. But it's really interesting. I was at home when that lecture was going on, oh, and yeah. like my nephew walked in. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and he was, but he was one then. And like his mum was with him, and his mum was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna leave now." <laughs> It'd be so interesting <laughs> to, to get like work, Katie's yeah. opinion on oh that as well, yeah, definitely, because she's so lovely. She Katie is lovely. is lovely. Shout out Katie. <laughs> we're all taking a module next year, Katie. Yeah, we're all taking a module next year. Hopefully, apparently it's extremely competitive. Oh is my it? god, is it? Capped? I'm getting it. Yeah, it is capped. Next Third year, year is capped. Third year is capped. How many people can you have in it? I don't like know. I'll ask you. Know. I think eighty yeah. odd. Yeah. I think that's what. Um, oh, that should be alright. No, yeah. everyone wants gonna want. Yeah, but I reckon with like sex. social and stuff like that, there's can't be more than eighty people. No, but it's not capped this year. Second years aren't capped. We'll have to wait and see then. Just been looking at the playlist. Oh my god! Are we gonna go out right with a song? Something that's very relevant to our I've podcast seen today. Sex on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so do we want to leave on sex on fire? Let's do it. All right, but before we go, thank you so much for tuning in, thank and we you. hope to see you either next week or the week after that. Thank you. Yeah. So thank much. you guys. Thank you. Love Bye. you. All. Bye. Bye. Wait, how do I do this? Your mic is on. I know. We're sorry, technical difficulties, okay, technical sorry. difficulties. We're, we're not we'll carry on yeah. talking to Amanda. It's going to be great. I have to put <laughs> it on. Oh, there we go. I figured it out. Oh, oh, is it going? Oh, wimble it. Oh, wimble it. Oh, wimble it. In the jungle, the mighty jungle. Come on, Amanda. It's any time now. And thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.